All right. <laughs> all right. All righty. Welcome to Matthew Did- McConaughey. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Welcome everybody to Did I Pod That? Yes, it's the Family Matters podcast. We used to be called Family Chatters, isn't that right, Chad? Two episodes in. <laughs> yeah, two episodes in. We realized we have to change the name because apparently there was already a Family Chatters podcast. And was that a Family Matters theme podcast as well? Yeah, it was a Family Matters uh, theme podcast. And it's all, it's all done, but we still can't use it. Yeah, we yeah. can't. We, it's, it wouldn't be right. No. Did I pod that, though, is a close, I think, second. I think this. it was the second one that we had in our mind that we wanted to use. It was the runner-up. Yeah, it was definitely the runner-up. Um Today, we have a special guest with us. We have Raylene Teskoski. Raylene, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? What's up? What's up? I'm doing all right. Not much. (laughs) Raylene, you said um, you didn't watch Family Matters, like, at the height of its popularity. I did not. It was, um, like, a generation or two or three below me. (laughs) Oh, come on. It wasn't that far off. Yeah, this show came out quite a while ago. If, if the, so did I. 89. <laughs> 89, right? Yeah. 89, yeah. So that's 30 years ago. Yeah. So uh, I was 20 then. Yeah, that's a yeah, perfect that, age for this. Yeah. Primetime TV, you weren't watching at 20 years old? You know, ABC? <laughs> I think uh, I was watching 21 Jump Street. Uh, Ooh. See, that's something that was probably beyond ours. Yeah. A little bit beyond ours. I was born in 89, so I caught, fit, like, I was telling you guys this last last episode, like, I caught it. When it was starting, like when they were running out of material, yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> like <laughs> so you were watching like the reruns. I was watching, yeah, the like the syndicated reruns, and I was watching, um, you know, like when Urkel was just dominating the show. But we're not there yet. We're not allowed to talk no, to no, him. No, we're not there yet. So we don't talk about Urkel yet. No, we don't talk about him. Raylene, did you? You're you're a comedian. Uh, what what else? What do you like to do? Like, tell us a little bit about yourself before we get started. I am a full-time pure romance consultant. Pure romance. Pure romance. I do in-home parties for adult women with lotions, massage, bath aids, and bedroom accessories. And when I say bedroom accessories, I don't mean lamps. Insert wink here. Yeah, she winked in real life. I did wink. (laughs) If you were here, you would have saw the wink. And I've been doing that for 12 years. That's where my stand-up comedy started. And then I went from... Stand-up comedy to stand-up comedy sex ed, which is how I'm rebranding what I do. And I'm reaching out and trying to do actual events where I do the stand-up comedy sex ed. Um, and I just applied for my first TED Talk today. Oh, nice. nice. Very exciting. That's Very awesome. Cool. TED Talk, man. What does stand-up comedy sex ed entail? I basically take the same information that I've been educating women on for the last 12 years and I educate the full masses. Um, I drop out some of the Bath and Body products, and I talk mostly about sex. And because it's co-ed, I go back and forth between picking on women and picking on men, but letting everybody have the same information. So it's a, a level playing field. And there is a lot of men who afterwards are just like, I didn't know any of that. And I'm like, <laughs> we know. We know why. We know you didn't. I'm actually working on a bit about, like, you know, like, I'm not going to be embarrassed anymore about, like, looking up, like, detailed information because, like, there's – it's out. It's so available. Why not, like, brush up and – Amen. Look it up. I think you owe it to whoever you're, you know – Don't fiddle, fly blind, man. Fiddling around with. 
But you can always um, message me if you have a question. I know all the oh, answers. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Now I know. I will. I will. I'll try not to. Not enough where you're like, all right, you got to come to a thing and pay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I feel like that's too much. Is yeah. it really you? Are you, are you <laughs> masturbating right now? Is that what's going on? I'm not going to talk you through that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I never. You know, like sexting. I never. That never was like enough for me. I was. I'm a visual like learner. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I can't. I don't have that good of an imagination. But. Well, anyway, we're here. We're uh, this is episode one point three. Yeah. Right. So we're on the uh, we're on season one. Episode three. Episode three. Yeah. Um, and you, everybody, we watched we watched the episode. Hopefully, you at home, you did your homework, and are, or are watching it right now. But it's the episode's called the short story, and let's yeah. get right into it. What do you guys think? Uh, just going off the title alone, I I mean the title didn't really tell me much, but. From the first two episodes, we try to we kind of got the idea that it had to do with Rachel. Yeah, um, because we learned in the first two episodes that she is an author of some sorts. Um, so I figured it had to do something with Rachel. I didn't really know what, but uh, yeah. I'm going to go on a limb and say writing a short story. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> obviously, but I mean, just from the the, the, the title, yeah, the title alone, without watching the episode. Um, I I I, I kind of got the vibe that it was going to be about Rachel and writing you know, a short story. Yeah, so we open up, uh, and it's Laura, Judy, and Eddie are uh, at the table. They're setting the table, um, and it's just kind of like a joke where they really just like to bash Eddie and call him dumb. Like, Laura likes to show that she's smarter than him. Yeah. Uh, Aunt Rachel comes in, and she's like, you know, I guess what I ordered pizza, so you can. Well, they had a couple jokes before that. They, they had did have some jokes. The, uh, Eddie was setting the table, and Laura was like, um, "The the fork goes on the left," and Eddie was like, "Right." He's like, yeah, no, she goes right, and he goes right. Thought you said left. They thought you said it was one of those foolish like little yeah. right left little jokes. Kind of hacky, even yeah. probably for 1989. A little yeah. easy. Who's on first? Yeah, a little. Wasn't one of the best jokes we've heard in this show so far. No, I still like the grandma one. (laughs) Grandma has has the best jokes, by the way. (laughs) They always save the good jokes for the old ladies. I can't wait. I'm so close to that age. (laughs) You're not close to her age. I'll tell you that. You're not close to uh, grandma's age, trust me. Mama Winslow. Yeah. We're going to find out later on just how old she is because of some of the people that she's met in her lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> she is so far the best character on the show, hands down. Up to this point, yeah. Yeah. So this is like the intro sequence. It's a very quick scene. It's right before the title sequence. Yep. Uh, and I don't really understand. It doesn't set the table, like no pun intended, for any... There's no <laughs> foreshadowing of what the episode's going to no. be about. It's just, guess what? I got pizza. Oh, Eddie's dumb. So I hated it. Yeah, <laughs> it was I mean, unnecessary. The, the, all the jokes are horrible. Even the last joke with Eddie saying, "Oh, I don't. I guess I don't have to set the table because we can use our hands." Yeah, I was like, "Oh man." Yeah, but then we get the title scene. Uh, what we, I think, we both love the, the the actual title. Oh, it's the best. The theme song the theme and the song. video. How, what do you? How do you feel about the uh, the theme song? It's all right. Yeah, that was. I was. It's it's very iconic. Like when you think about like. I mean, if you watch the show, obviously, uh, if it was one of the shows that you watched, um, it's one of those ones that stick in your head. Uh, and most most theme songs or themes to a TV show that I'll watch, I'll usually skip over because you have that option when you're watching Hulu and Netflix sometimes. I watch this every time. 
Yeah, I will Every too. time, all the way through. You I know will what? too. I've seen it, well, four episodes today because I was getting caught up. Yep. And for the life of me, I could not tell you what the theme song is. I always, <laughs> in my head, even just seeing it, I hear the theme song to um, the one with the houses in San Francisco. Full and House? Full House. And for some reason, that's the all of the 80s wrapped up to me is that theme song. You and I know, something? I literally just heard it, and I still could not tell you what notes are in it. You want to you hear something crazy? All done by the same person. Yeah. yeah. Well, then, there you go. <laughs> Perfect Strangers, right? Yeah. Perfect Strangers, yep. this it, one. I think that's what Andrew Full told. House, step by step. <laughs> and all the, the, like, the sequences... Like the photo sequences, yeah. oh yeah, like exactly. the city flyover, they all look the same too. Yeah, they're just different. The the characters different from the, the shows, and yeah, one Chicago, one San Francisco. Right, this one's Chicago, right? Yes, because they're missing some of the current iconic buildings in it. So, like, I got the impression they were in Chicago. I don't, I don't know. They probably said he works for Chicago, but I saw some things. I'm like, is that Chicago? They're in the Lincoln Park section of Chicago. Yeah. And Usually when they show Chicago, they show, like, those corn buildings. Wrigley Field. Yeah. Oh, Sears something. Tower. Sears Tower. Yeah, but those just look like regular buildings. But the corn buildings look like corn. And The corn buildings. You guys know what ones I'm talking about? They're shaped. They look like corn. And if you're there, <laughs> corn buildings. I was just there, and I... Is this real? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to Google this later. Look, look, corn. Look, we just Google... <laughs> just say Siri, show me corn buildings, Chicago. I bet it comes up. Siri? I, get, I don't have an iPhone. Hold on, I got it. Corn buildings. Android doesn't have Siri. No, no we have a uh, Bigsby or whatever. Bigsby, 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 really? Yeah, it's Who's Bigsby. Got Corvana. <laughs> oh, Cortana? Cortana. I have no idea. There's so many Alexa, Cortana, oh, Google. Look at that. Looks like corn. Right, I just said that. Looks like corn on the cob. Wow, you're right. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. I've never seen those before. I don't think Chicago River. Yeah. Next to the Chicago River. Well, I do the on-off bus tours when I go to cities so I can see all of their landmarks and stuff. And really? I remembered seeing those, and I was like, oh, my God, look. And it's like one of the things I took a picture of, and then when I got home, I deleted it. I'm like, why do we need pictures of these corn buildings? The, the real name of them is the uh, the Marina Towers. That is true. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever heard of them. But anywho, I, we digress. Yeah. We, we did, Great theme song. We So first scene right after the title sequence is Laura is on male duty. Yeah. And every piece of mail is for grandma. What does grandma get in the mail, by the way? It's just... It, oh, <laughs> How she got a letter did from, she get her mail forwarded? I, I never get my mail that fast. <laughs> yeah, th- so the passage of time, I don't understand how much time has passed no, in the show. Either. Like, if it's... The, it might be two weeks later, and then, in, like, a scene might just change, and it's like, this is a week later. Yeah, so it blows do, my mind. They do this in this show a lot, where one scene might be, like, 20 minutes later... But then the very next scene is like a week later. Yeah. Like they don't really have a timeline in this thing. And you don't know in between episodes just how long it's been. Because it's not really a continuation kind of show. It's a more one one episode at a time yes. kind of thing. So um, at this point, we don't really have any continuation going on. But yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure ridiculous. if it's this episode or the next episode. But there's definitely a period of time flop that doesn't line up. <laughs> I believe it 100%. 100%. It's like one thing happens before the other thing, and I'm like, did they? Okay. It was so, the 80s. So what do you think grandma's getting in the mail right now? 
Because she's they're she let, seriously they're, all, they're letters. She, there's like, she got a hundred <laughs> letters because the junk mail is separated. Right. There's no bills except for one. One. And that goes to Carl. Yeah. This is another. Uh, this is true. Point in time when when you find out that how just how cheap he is. Yeah, this is a trope that they've been they're trying to carry this through the first three episodes pretty hard. And I will admit, super funny in this episode. Yes. Super fucking funny this episode. But did you notice that the one bill that he did get was in a small envelope? When's the last time you guys saw <laughs> yeah, a small yeah, envelope? It was a tiny envelope for the water bill. <laughs> no, uh uh-uh. uh. Well you gotta a remember full size bill. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> It's ridiculous, but yeah, he got the so he, he got the water bill. What was one of the did we get one of the letters that in this from, episode from in this, Barbara Bush? Barbara Bush, the, the, at the time was the first lady. Now I wonder if fresh. She, I wonder if they actually did live in Chicago, like because they were said they were neighbors, right? I and they were from Texas. Away. I thought they were from uh, Houston. No, maybe maybe Grandma was from Texas. We did we learn that? I know she moved in with them. She in this episode we also learn like she's there's quite a few people that she knows. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get to that one later. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh so Carl's like great. I got a water. Carl's like, "Oh, you know, how, how come I is that for me?" Oh, it is this episode. Okay, good. Yeah. He wanted some important mail and he, she's like, "Well, you get this. It's a water bill." Uh, and his mom gets a, pr- a letter from the first lady just yeah, to show. Guys remember getting mail? When he opens up the water bill, he goes, uh, did we get a pool that I didn't know about? Yeah. <laughs> like, how crazy of a water bill is this? Like, seriously, it's got to be absolutely insane if he's saying that. I had a friend, and this is a true story. She, like, a regular water bill runs, like, 20 or $30 in in Orlando. Yep. And one day she got a bill for $800. Oh, and she was like, what? <laughs> so she called and they came out and they looked and somewhere between the water, the, her, the, where the thing is and the house, there had been a leak and it had been <laughs> leaking underneath their pool for an entire month. And so the water company came out and fixed it and didn't charge them all the money. But can you? That's probably the level of water bill he's getting right now. Maybe Colin needs to get out there and uh, check for leaks. Yeah, he's upset about this, and uh, he he go he gets first he gets a letter for uh, Aunt Rachel, his sister in law. Yep. yep. Uh, and he's like, I want to bring it over to her because I want to feel important. So he walks into the <laughs> kitchen. There's Harriet and Rachel. He gives a, a letter for from a sci-fi sci-fi uh, magazine sci-fi magazine over to uh, Rachel and Harriet's like, oh, that bill does look kind of high. <laughs> like it's not like they're 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 not like very upset. Yeah. That looks a little higher than normal. <laughs> so I just want to make note of that. that. She's not like flabbergasted. Oh, that he is. But he but he is. <laughs> he is upset. But. Um, so Rachel gets a letter from the sci-fi, uh, the sci-fi magazine, for and her story gets rejected. But I see you got a note here, Chad, because I forgot my notes at home, so I'm looking at yours. Oh, thanks. Um, about what the the story was about, and I was like, this is actually interesting. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I like it too. I would have bought it. Do you, yeah, does anyone remember what the story? It had was? to do with tattoos. tattoos that were actually aliens. Yeah, and they had feelings. Or yeah, they're low self esteem. Low self esteem. Aliens yeah. with low self esteem. Yeah. That was what the story was about. And she said she was going after a Stephen King. Stephen King kind of kind of feel. vibe. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I don't know how they didn't pick that up. Well, Harriet gives her some sage advice. She's like, you need to write more about what you know about. A few people say this to her. Yeah. 
throughout the episode. But uh, then Eddie comes in. And he's like, you'll, you'll be so proud of me. I washed the car. And Carl blows a gasket. Because he's like, you washed it with water? <laughs> water. <laughs> you check with me the next time you do something I tell you to do. Yeah, that's what, that, was, that joke I, I, I did like. And he, I feel like every parent has said that, though. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You yeah. said that before, Raylene? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Check with me before you do something I told you to do. Right. <laughs> uh, That's funny. I never ran into that because I never did anything that my me parents either. wanted me to do. So I never re- really ran into that issue. And plus, I don't think I've ever washed the car. Is that? I did when I was a kid. I, we, I would wash. Like outside with buckets and stuff? Yeah, with yeah. buckets and big sponges. So we always and went soap. To the car wash. Lazy. Oh, no. It's just. I mean, you get a better clean if you do it yourself, as long I, as you don't drop the sponge. Oh no, we went to the, uh, the, the we, we went to those fancy car washes with the wand and stuff that you walked around and you know we'd sit there and watch my dad do it. It was like a family trip. <laughs> oh, so we didn't do it. Dad <laughs> yeah, did well, it. no, I never did it. No, <laughs> it lasts don't about it. a day and a half after you wash your car, and then it just gets dirty again. Yeah, I never wash my car. I take mine through the touch-free car wash, and yeah. then. Then it rains the next day. It's planned. Pretty much, yeah. You got to get the undercarriage done, though. Yeah. I just go for big mud puddles. There you go. That's a good way to get it, too. (laughs) Every time I go over a big mud puddle and I feel the whole car vibrate, and I'm like, ooh, free undercarriage wash. Uh, Always got to wash the undercarriage, folks. Yes, gentlemen, you do. (laughs) Um, And then so Carl suggests... Hey, I got a good idea. Why don't we turn... Well, actually, no. He goes and turns the water off because Harriet tries to use <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, because Harriet went to go wash, uh, wash her hands or something in the faucet, and it wouldn't turn on. And she, he's like, we'll just turn it off for four hours a day, and that should, <laughs> that should save us enough money. Oh, uh, it was legit the funniest I've laughed in the two episodes when he came walking in with the wrench. <laughs> and he goes, I can explain. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Can I tell you, clothing-wise, this is so cool to go back and look, because I remember the socks with the sneakers. The, the, they're mom jeans now, but he's wearing them. I love the fashion. <laughs> I, I, I love, love it. I love, uh, I mean, this is more of the next episode, but uh, I wanted to talk about uh, Rachel's wardrobe. Hell yeah. Because she's very stylish. Yeah. yeah. And um, It still would work. Yeah, I know. It everything still that, would work. Everything that she, except for maybe the socks. Um, I like that look. Like the that's, white socks or the white. That's ultimate 80s though. Yeah, exactly. I, she was really hip for those times. Um, I think her actual clothing, clothing would still work nowadays. Um, but I, I mean, the socks, she could probably lose and the white sneakers, but um, I'm just waiting for that to come back. Yeah. It's so comfy. It all does. <laughs> So, and then uh, Harriet is like, so, you know, Carl's like, we'll turn off for four hours a day. And she's like, I can know a better way to save money. We all stop eating food. <laughs> and then Carl's like, I'll go turn the water back on. Yeah, Carl's they, not having any of that. Because they love, like. <laughs> Gotta hit him where it hurts. They <laughs> pepper the, like, pepper the fat dad jokes and trope in the show early on. Yeah, uh, and they hammer it out all throughout. They, yeah, yeah. Fat it never goes away. Son. Yeah. yeah, it's just like the, you know, I d- I don't know. It was probably right when it was kind of. I don't know if it was hacky yet. Um, at this time, I, I mean, I don't think so. Only because, like, I mean, this is for the younger crowd, and the younger pro- crowd like gets it. Like, right? It's funny for the younger crowd. I mean, if this was an adult show, then probably would be hacky. But well, I mean, they kept doing it with like years later with like you know King of Queens and like yeah, King of uh, Queens was big on that. And, um, 
Yeah, huge on it. Uh, just pretty much any of those shows where it's like the overweight dad with the hot wife like trope and always giving them shit for it. And yeah. They're, they're always a really good sport about it. A lot of dumb dads and yeah. fat dads. Dumb fat dads or like, it was like Al Bundy. Like, or jerk dads. Jerk like, uh, dad, Ray yeah. Ram- like everybody loves Raymond. Ray yeah. Ramon is just like a bad husband. Yeah, he was, he just, was like borderline. I want somebody to write a show for me where it's a hot husband and a fat dumpy wife. Like I will, I will audition for that. <laughs> Who like doesn't go to work, golfs, like does all the stuff hey, Raymond how about did. My, my life, where I just watch Netflix all day <laughs> and take power naps. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why in quotes? Power nap. <laughs> I don't know how clean this podcast is. That's why I'm being careful. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's when I sleep Got for sixteen it. and a half minutes, and I masturbate for two and a half minutes, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go do that podcast now. Well, like, that's. I want somebody to just build me a, a sitcom around me. Oh, there listen, you go. did I pod that is a very sex positive show. <laughs> yeah. That's like the I think our biggest theme. Is yeah. there one called I'd pod that because I would love that one. <laughs> we could it could be back to back. Big I'd pod that. Did I pod that? <laughs> Guys, I potted before. Yeah. Once I pod that once. Uh, great. Okay, so where are we? Uh, uh, you just turned off the water. Yeah, then we get a commercial break. Yep. Laura and Aunt Rachel, they're talking about the story. Um, what is the next? What is? Do you remember what happens next here? I'm sorry. I, oh, I'm waiting for you to fast got, forward. We got Laura and, Ra- and Aunt Rachel talking about their story. Basically, Laura's kind of giving her yeah, sage her, advice. Giving her a little advice in the about kitchen. Um, maybe make it about the family, right? Yeah, not yes. Yeah, and she kind of looks at like she looks at Harriet for a moment when that happens too, like like a little bit of foreshadowing there. Like, I think it was uh, they were sitting on the bed, and Aunt Rachel was explaining that you know they didn't take the story or whatever, and then uh, Laura was like, um. You know, maybe because she explained the topic or whatever. Right. And then she said, you know, maybe maybe you should write more about, like, what you know in your life and write about our family because and then uh, Laura said something uh, people like. Uh, oh, that comes next. So basically Laura's like, you know, kind of consoles her a little bit. And then Carl screams, hey, family meeting. And they're in the living room. Oh, yeah, yeah, Who yeah. left the sprinkler on? Oh, Very similar oh, to your yeah. friend in Orlando. Okay, yeah. I jumped the scene there, yeah. Yes. Yeah. See, and this is where I was thinking maybe this should have come first because this is probably why the water bill is so high. <laughs> that he left the, left the sprinkler yeah. on all day yes. long. Yeah. So why would we talk about water after we already got the high water bill? <laughs> well, maybe Eddie just has poor water habits because this is the Eddie second I like the fact that Eddie was habit. so proud of what he did. So Yeah, I turned the sprinkler on. <laughs> And then when uh, Carl goes, well, did you shut it off? He goes, I got you there. You yep. didn't tell me to do that. Right. I was like, oh, man. They were making this guy out to be a complete moron. Yes. They're making Eddie dumb. Uh, also, I have this in my notes. Um, is this the first time we see Carl in a cop outfit? I think so. This, this is the very first time we see him actually in, in his uniform. In the three episodes? Yeah. It looks good. This is the very first time. Yeah, he looks good in it. Looks good in the cop uniform. Yeah. Now she's talking about moving back in with the bushes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the great joke. Yeah. Uh, so basically, Carl quickly holds a family meeting 
uh, everyone runs into the thing. He's like, you know, who left the sprinkler on? And it was Eddie. Yep. And um, he basically threatened him. He's like, you know, we're 70% water humans. You're the first to go. <laughs> yeah, you're the first to go. <laughs> Tough dad. You know, it's the opposite of the cannibalism joke. If all the foods go away, right. that dad's the first one to go. Exactly. <laughs> so after that, everyone gets into an argument about like, uh, oh, because this because Carl tries to be a water Nazi here. He sets the rule that yeah. he needs you need written permission from him if you're going to use water <laughs> at all. And this is the subplot of the show. Like yeah. it kind of it it doesn't. It's not enough to drive the whole thing, and it, they don't really explore it that much more after this. But that is such a ridiculous request. <laughs> so he wants written permission. Everyone starts getting into this cacophonous argument and goes towards the kitchen. Laura turns to Aunt Rachel, and this is the part you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, She's like, just write about this family. Everybody loves loves reading about domestic violence. Yeah, domestic yes. violence. I'm yeah. like, violence. I was like, what? <laughs> See, I must have missed something. I had to rewind yeah. it real quick. We're like, I don't remember anybody hitting anybody. No. It's <laughs> like, Jesus. And how many people we like stories about with our domestic violence back then? I was yes. in 1989. Domestic violence meant something totally different than it does now. But it didn't though, because it was for sure still happening, at probably at the same rate it does now, and but we just kept as it violent. Very quiet. Yeah. But I was like, ooh, like that joke wouldn't fly <laughs> nowadays, no. just because it's a, it's not a depiction of like true domestic violence. <laughs> so I remember being like, geez. And then also, I don't think people love reading about domestic violence that <laughs> no, much. I don't think so. I'm not 100% sure, but yeah, I don't think that's one of the... I'm pretty tops. sure Nora Roberts just wrote a book about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's, <laughs> if it's a, I'm sure serious, there's a lot of books It was there. a serious book. It yeah. wasn't a comedy. Yeah. But also, you hear very faintly in the back, I, so I watch with subtitles. I don't know if you caught this, but... Carl screams, I work hard. I, make, I only make $355 a week. And I remember thinking like... That's kind of light, right? For a... 1989. For a cop? Cop. I mean, cops don't make that much of any... I mean, nowadays. Overtime? I mean, I'm sure they make... She worked as an elevator operator. This might have been written in the 20s. (laughs) Right. Like, what the... Uh, No, she was the last of her kind. So she was like the last one, so... Um, I bet the kids nowadays don't even know what that is. Like, if somebody was watching this now, like my twenty-year-old, she would be like, "What's an elevator operator?" Right? You know, yeah, you know what's so funny? The elevator themselves. You know what's so funny is I went to the. I, I told you guys earlier I went to the Sox game last night, and we got to take an elevator up to get to the suite. And there's a guy that is the yellow elevator operator in there, so it still exists. Yeah, I mean, this, really? the job still exists, but um, I'm sure like in big buildings in and stuff, and maybe like big. Uh, like New York City condos and stuff. Maybe they have an elevator operator in there. So, have in you guys seen places. the new uh, the new elevators where there's no buttons on the inside? Oh my god, you haven't? They're no. the worst thing ever. Yes, where you have to hit the thing and it's a smart elevator. We have one yeah. at work. And you have to you have to make your decision before you get on the elevator, and then you cannot change your mind. Whoa, it's terrible. It is that awful. They terrible. have them on all the new cruise ships now. Sounds absolutely terrible. Yeah, it is. Well, I only take the stairs anyway, but that made it much worse. Yeah. You do you go cruising a lot, really? Yes, I do. Where? What's your? When was the last time you went cruising? Well, we did two last year. 
We did one in November for our 50th, my husband and I's 50th birthdays, not anniversary. I'm not that old. Um, <laughs> and I just booked the cross, uh, the transcontinental for the brand new Carnival um, Mardi Gras. Mm. So for that, and that's just under 500 days away from now. I'm very excited. Nice. Wow. I love to cruise, but I won't take the elevators. I actually just went on one, and I I don't like it because I feel trapped and like I I for, I can't make what kind of room? Yeah, uh, balcony. And you still felt trapped? You can just imagine yourself sitting on the beach, looking out into the horizon. No, um, I felt because like I couldn't escape it. Yeah, I couldn't escape the boat. Yeah, I mean, I'm a lunatic. I've never too. been on a cruise, so I'm not. Uh, I've been on it's fun. Like I had fun. Favorite thing I think do. if I went with a couple people, I probably would have. Fun yeah, you got to go with a friends or a, good, a group. Did yeah. you go by yourself, weirdo? No, I went with my family. Oh originally. well, that was that's why you were. Trapped. I know. I, I know. Yeah, no, that wasn't the cruise's fault. That was that was your <laughs> options of guests with you. Good God, go on a cruise with us. You'll have the best time ever. We had some family matters going on in that <laughs> boat. Mm-hmm. Play some okay. shuffleboard. Yeah, that's the only thing I want to do on a cruise is play shuffleboard. I didn't play shuffleboard, but I played giant chess, which was a lot of fun. That sounds like fun. I like to play cornhole. All right. All right. So the next scene, uh, Carl comes in to tell Mama Winslow in the living room that, hey, we're doing good. We're doing good on the bill. Uh, Laura comes in with the, on mail duty again. This- oh, yeah. They're arguing about who's going to get the mail. Yeah. Oh, my God. I had that shirt. I'm not even kidding. I freaking had that the shirt. Color, the color. The all white with just a couple of colors in it. I had that shirt. Oh, my God. You're having some. Uh, Flashbacks. Yeah. So the mail comes in. Uh, grandma, grandma, grandma again. All, for, all the important stuff for Grandma Judy is like, hey, I want to do. I want to be the mail person. She gets the junk mail because she's got to start at the bottom. I was born at the bottom. Was that, I mean, did you have brothers and sisters? Yeah, but I was the baby. You were so the baby. I would have been the one fighting for the I mean, I was the middle kid, Raylene. Did you have kids? Did you have brothers and sisters? I was the oldest. Oldest. Oh, wow. Did we got guys, a full dynamic yeah. right here. Did you guys ever fight on who was going to get the mail? Um, no. No. I don't even think that's a thing. No, I mean. But we would fight over who presses the button on the elevator, though. Right? <laughs> and who was going to sit in the front, who was going to get stuck on the hump, and. In the car. Yeah. Just, no, I think we fought about everything. So it's just to me, the mail is a, something crazy to fight over. Maybe it's just one of those things where they needed to throw it in there again. There's a lot of things with this family where they're trying to make it too wholesome. Yeah. Like overly wholesome. wholesome. Very yeah. Wholesome. Uh, that I don't add up, especially in the next episode. Yeah. Um, but basically, uh, that's just that's kind of a throwaway scene. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I mean, uh, the the scene inside the, the living room is a throwaway scene, kind of, with the, the handing out the mail. But there's a new letter. But it leads, yeah, it leads into letter. the what quote unquote could be the next scene. Right. It's just like a cut, cut across the the house. I did some googling while I was watching this, and this baby right here is the only one who still has an active acting career. <laughs> Little Richie, <laughs> yes. really? Yeah, and it's pretty active. Wow, that's 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 weird. That's good to know. I know Julia White. Did oh, yeah, a little okay, bit, him too. But a he's little not bit. Here yeah, yet. he's not here yet. But <laughs> not um, yet. So we're not. I mean, Carl to talk. was a huge star back in the day. Like he was in some big movies. Yeah, he was. He, and he played cops in all of them. Yeah, and cops in all of them. Reginald yeah. Vell Johnson. Uh, yeah, great name. Uh, oh, the waterbed joke though from the grandma. Yeah, the grandma had the waterbed joke. <laughs> Again, eighties. <laughs> Again, nineties. 
She, yeah, she's like. Did you guys ever have water beds? My parents did. I had one. You had one? Yeah, How'd when I was in, I was young. I was probably only like 12 at the time. Oh. So I was like before the, uh, before the age where you were having sex and stuff. So you really couldn't. <laughs> all I knew was like it was a water bed. <laughs> Wait, I don't know what you beds? were trying to ask there, but I was just Are wondering if you had a water bed. Oh, I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought your mind was going there. No, I don't know. It wasn't. All no, right. see, by the time, by the time, like we had the baffles in ours, so that wasn't a problem. It did slosh quite a bit, but I mean, just that whole craze was so short lived. Yeah. And everybody's like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> I know I didn't like it. I remember not liking it at all. I didn't like. I couldn't get out. Yeah. What What do you not like about like so I? can't remember for the life of me what it felt like. It just felt like you were, I don't know, on an ocean and you couldn't escape. <laughs> I f- so I would hate it then. <laughs> I felt like my dad Depends never... Depends on who you're in it with. I felt like my dad never filled it up enough. Yeah, that was yeah. the problem. So, like, I would roll over and, like, you wouldn't be able to roll back over and, like, you wouldn't be able to get out of bed, like, because it was, like, all the water was displaced on one side. And, like, it was just, it was a shit show. I didn't like it at all. It was hard to get in and out of those things. Yeah. They were a pain. Yeah. What, is, what does everyone have for a bed now? It's like a fo- like memory foam. Yeah, yeah, that's, you gotta yeah. Go. that's the new rage. Yep. Yeah, you got to go memory foam nowadays. So the water bed joke was, you know, we're doing good on, um, we're doing good with our our water consumption now, and then the grandma, mama Winslow, who is like only used for jokes or compassionate, <laughs> like heart to heart moments, yeah. which is hilarious. Yeah. And why everyone loves her, probably. She's like, oh, I, gotta, I guess I could top off my waterbed then. And then <laughs> Carl just gives her this look like, ew. <laughs> Firm up. that age ever had a waterbed. I was going to say, if you're that old, and we got to probably guess she's probably in her 80s. Yeah. Uh, at, at least she's got to be in her 80s. 100%. Yeah, and uh, there's no way an 80-year-old lady is, where, is using a waterbed. I'm sorry. Also, Not so great, bar, though. as the previous owner of a waterbed, in the first or second episode, they pointed out that Grandma was going to get his room. Oh, never mind. That's why he was in the attic, right? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, you would never, ever put a waterbed in an attic room. <laughs> <laughs> it would never work. Da- that one went right over my Dangerous idea. Yeah. Um, I'm like, why are you putting the old lady on the third floor? Are you trying to kill Grandma? <laughs> yeah. All right. It makes more sense, though. Uh, so uh, Laura bring, has a letter, another letter for yep. Rachel. She sold her, sto- her short story to a magazine. Yep. Everybody's thrilled. And this is pretty much where we get into, like, the main part of the show. Uh, everyone basically reads the... the um, Story. The story. Thank you. I don't know why I was blanking there. It's okay. And... Um, well, she said she didn't want to... They asked, why, we, why didn't you... Why didn't you have us read it first or whatever? And she said, well, I wanted to submit it first. Yes. To see where it went. And then... Um, then she goes and makes a bunch of copies. I'm going to go make a f- bunch of copies for you. And uh, she does that. Everybody reads it and gets very upset because it's not even... It's not far away from the family at all. Yeah, they're all sitting around the table and they're all individually reading it. They're, yeah, everyone's <laughs> sitting around the table with the story. So they all have read it. At the, like, Except for Eddie, by the way. Yeah, Eddie's, Eddie's upstairs. Uh but yeah, they're all reading it, even the little Judy. She has her own copy. Yes, and so they all have a gripe with how they were portrayed. Mm. Like, um, Carl portrayed as a cheapskate. Mm. Judy's like, I don't whine all the time. That one was hysterical. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's whining. Why did you say I'm a whiner? 
Yeah, he whines it as she says it. And Rachel's all excited. Like, what does everyone think? <laughs> the, the looks she gets. Yeah, she gets some nasty looks. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so you know, you go. They go around the table saying, you know, uh, Carl's like you, you depicted me as like a, a cheap sta- cheap skate, which is true. <laughs> There's no hiding that at all. Right. And then uh, Laura said, "You uh, depict, depict me as a, um, a brainy know-it-all, you know, whatever." Which she is. Yeah, which yeah, she is. True. Uh, Grandma, you know, gives her a little pushy little speech. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "You made me look pushy and uh, over, not overbearing, but uh, bossy." But, but yeah, whatever it was. And then Carl goes to talk, and she cuts him off. Uh, I really did like that shirt when I had oh. it. <laughs> and then Eddie comes down, and he's he's the only one happy. Yeah, Eddie comes down all happy. He's like, he's like, um, man, I love this story. Yeah, and Rachel's like, finally, somebody that that appreciates it. Yeah, because he's like, you yeah, know, you made me like the someone who's great at getting babes yeah, like or whatever. Chick magnet, yeah, like, babes, <laughs> babes. Which I haven't heard that word in a long time, but that's great. I wonder why. <laughs> because Babe the Pig came out and people stopped calling their girls babes. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, Say by the Bell because AC Slater used to say babes all the time, like the plural form. Like people say babe, like singular. I feel like quite a bit, but. Like, oh, like plural, like, let's go find some babes. Yeah, no, that's definitely David Lee Roth territory. Yeah, so we should bring that back. <laughs> when he no, does say not. that, when he does say that, Laura has a pretty good comeback, though. Yeah, she does. She's Lord. like, that's the only part that isn't, uh, it is fictional or something. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good, smart mouth, yeah. Laura. And then Harriet is real pissed. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is when you, I mean, you've seen it in the first two episodes, like Harriet kind of being like the the stern... Kind of like, I'm not going to say unfun mom, but she's like really stern and uh, really takes everything to heart. She looks tired. Like she's just got, she fucking has to take care of this family in my, you know what I mean? Like everyone's. Can you imagine being under that fat cop every night? Of course she's overwhelmed. (laughs) (laughs) He's got, she's got his mom there, her sister. She's got to carry those shoulder pads. Little Richie. Yeah. (laughs) She's cooking every night. She's got a promotion, so she's managing people. We didn't. We didn't mention this earlier, though. Rachel is very like willing to give up little, little Richie at a a moment's notice. Yeah, Rachel. Like she, she just likes she to be a part from little Richie out whenever. And she's just like because uh, the last scene we didn't uh, at the end of the last scene we uh, she said, "Oh, I'm gonna go make photocopies of uh, these right. stories." I'm going to leave little Richie with you. Right. And as she's walking out, she's like, oh, and he just pooped. Right. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> hey. Not a takes cool a move. village. <laughs> so, um, also, how old do you think Richie is? Wait, one-ish. The baby? I'm guessing, well, uh, I'm going to say he's one. Yeah, I'd say one-ish. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I was thinking about, like, her husband's death. Right? That's... Been weighing on me. Yeah, that's well, I mean, so he cannot have been dead more than one year, nine months. Yeah, it's a year and a half, they say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes sense then. Yeah, so, he's he's in the uh, in between one and two probably. So uh, no, he's not. No, no, he's he's definitely closer to one. Like I wouldn't give him any more than thirteen or fourteen months. Oh, 
Uh, I don't know when this grandma joke comes in, but uh, basically the next scene is Rachel kind of getting like a little bit of consoled, a little bit from uh, Mama Winslow. Carl comes in and is like, "You gotta, you gotta clear this up, clear out of the air with Harriet because they've been feuding." Uh, so she goes in the living room to talk it out and apologize yep. to Harriet. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, Harriet mm-hmm. not thrilled with her. Still not thrilled. Yeah. Yeah. And she I, she says something. She's like, it's not about you. Henrietta is a fictional character. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty close to Harriet. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they're not, like, she's not feeling it still. And uh, she really did take to heart, like, uh, the fact that she was being, uh, depa- uh, that she was being brought upon, like, she was, like, a, a pushy sister-in-law that was trying to control her life pretty much yes and she and she keeps saying like it's not it's not about you guys and so i think she's getting upset that she's not telling the truth yeah when it clearly is about like her issues yeah uh with her sister and i think we did miss the joke from the grandma in the previous scene when when she's like consoling her but apparently, uh, Mama Winslow met Ernest Hemingway. Which yeah, is what we were, I want to. <laughs> I did no research on it whatsoever. But when was Ernest Hemingway around? Like when did he die? Like, uh, like nineteen fifties? Probably. 1960s? I would say the sixties. Yeah. I don't know. We could look it up. Yeah, we can always Google it. Like, can if I, he, can I just say at this point, I have been thinking the whole time that those two were sisters. They are. Rachel and uh, Harriet are sisters. Okay. So then that's, and that's his mom. Yes. So, but you just said sister-in-law, but they're sisters. Are Did they I sisters say sister-in-law? Or sister-in-law? They're sisters. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, good. Because for a minute, I'm like, dang, I missed a bunch of shit. <laughs> yeah, no, they're sisters. Um, so, all right, it's not as bad as I thought it was. Uh, Ernest Hemingway was born in 1899. Makes and sense. And died in 1961. So so we're in 89. So 89, it's... Uh, yeah, so that's feasible. Yeah, that's feasible. I, and we, know, keep, I always we think keep... at Hemingway, and I'm thinking old. Like, he, really old. Is he the old man in the sea? Well, yeah, he was born in the 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, uh, yeah, for some reason, I, I was thinking older than that. But, yeah, I, I mean, that's, that seems plausible, I guess. I mean, I guess, if she met him. Right. But <laughs> essentially... He's 80-something, so... Right. I, we think she looks great. Well, if she's eighty something in the eighties, so she would have been in her sixties, fifties. Probably was born in the early nineteen hundreds. True, oh, she's Christ. dead now. Oh yeah, no, for sure. She's definitely not alive anymore. Um, but isn't it weird when you start trying to figure out numbers and shit? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm horrible. I've always been horrible with like history and numbers and. Well, I was just, just in knowing. San Francisco last couple weeks ago. And the last time I was there, I was 16 years old. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I was here. And then I did the math. And I'm like, 35 years ago, what yeah. the hell? <laughs> like, I know. Before both of you were born. I, was... I do that with my graduation. <laughs> I mean, I always Oh, that's right. Think... You're older than I think you are. I'm, yeah, I'm a little bit older than you think I am. But I'm like, I can't believe I graduated 19 years ago. Like, I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. That was a long time ago. But yeah, it's numbers... It flies. It flies, definitely. Everything always feels like it was just like 10 or 12 years ago. And then you're like, yeah. 
If you're listening to this, then we, this is the big takeaway. Time flies. Yeah, time flies. Do what you, you know? got to do, man. <laughs> Whether get you're get having fun or not. Take those cruises. <laughs> Take those cruises. <laughs> with people you like. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Brian, next time you go, go with people you like, not your family. I like. Wa- I want to <laughs> like my family. Well, we uh, just did a big, the, the, the one that we did in uh, November for wait, our 50th. you went with your family, though, we really. Family, but we also brought friends. <laughs> okay. So there was a, a smattering of people that we didn't all hang out. I mean, I had my grandkids and uh, and my kids and my son-in-law. How old are your grandkids? They're, they're one and three. So you're young grandma. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm a pretty old grandma. I mean, I made my mom a grandmother when she was 36. Really? Yeah, and I'm uh I was 48 when my grandson was born. So, I'm just not at granny level grandmaing. Maybe it's just cuz like I'm 30 and I not even, you know, I'm single. I'm not even close to having kids or a family, so my parents are much older. My oldest daughter's 31. Oh, okay. So Yeah, cuz okay. I started I was a young parent. I was gotcha. a completely average grandparent. <laughs> gotcha. Um Is your mic on? Is it? Yeah. It is now. Was it off the whole time? No, no, just now. I just noticed it now. I'm going to edit that out. Um, All right. So the grandma knew Hemingway, but basically the attempt to uh, make up the fight, it just gets worse. Harriet insults Rachel's hair, which is a huge no-no. Yeah. Um, And then Carl's just like, well, that didn't work. Goes into the kitchen. And then we have Eddie coming downstairs, all dressed up all nice. Looking good. Looking good. Laura compliments. This is the second time she's complimented his stylish uh, appearance. It's very rare. And he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask. If, oh, I wish. I wrote down the, the girl's name, but of course I forgot my notes. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. It was whatever a, the na- last name was. Yeah, it was a really weird name. Oh, I wish I could remember. Such a dumb name for like, she's the prettiest girl in school. <laughs> So Laura's like, you're going over to her house to ask her out? You must be crazy. That's the prettiest girl in school. Like, I love that. Like, he just has the confidence from this short story, like, characterization. <laughs> well, the best part of this is when she says, it smells like he gargled with aqua velva. Yes. And nowadays, that joke would be you gargled with Axe body spray. Right. That's, <laughs> that's the 80s to... Whatever, where we are, uh, and f- translation guide. And 15 years ago, it would maybe be Dracar Noir. There we go. I <laughs> love Dracar. Or CK1. Huh. But, uh, yeah, we know our fragrances here. Um, <laughs> I still like Dracar. Still still good. Well, I'm old, though, so, I mean, I'm stuck. I like all those things that remind me of when I was young. So, uh, let's talk about Eddie's outfit here for a second. He's got a... Like seafoam green shirt, yeah, with like a skinnyish kind of like Jerry Garcia looking tie <laughs> that doesn't go all the way down to his belt. <laughs> a big oversized like grayish coat, like a like a big suit jacket with like kind of like big shoulder pads. Might have been his dad's. Yeah, <laughs> it's like almost a long coat, but like a suit jacket. Yeah. And he's acting like real suave. <laughs> it's kind of like suave. It's like, <laughs> it's like half new jack, like swing, like ha- like like a zoot suit. Yeah, like, yeah, pretty much like a zoot shoot, suit. Yeah, but he walks out very confidently. Um, 
Harriet is and Rachel are still fighting. And basically, we get upstairs. Uh, Rachel comes home. She's like, I'm eating upstairs yep. in my room. And she won't even talk to Harriet. She tells Carl to tell Harriet that. And then Harriet says, will you tell her that if she's eating upstairs in her room, she can order pizza because she's not eating my, yeah, my food. My food stays in the kitchen, she right. said, or something like that. Yeah. And Carl's just like, come on, can't we get along? Because he's just like the loving, like, cheap dad. Um, and Laura goes upstairs and basically... Is like the most mature person in this episode. Yeah, right. Right. I love this. <laughs> Basically, well, before that, Carl gives a very like kind, kind of consoling, like you love your sister. You gotta do the right thing. Yeah, you got. Yeah, you got to talk to her. Do the right thing. Excuse me. I keep coughing because I I think I have allergies or something. It just came on like today, oh. like during the day. All right. I apologize for that. I apologize to you listeners <laughs> as well. But basically, Carl's like, come on, you love your sister. And then we cut up upstairs. Rachel's talking to Laura. And she's, like, basically talking to her about just being a sibling and, like, what that means. And it's like, you still, you have to apologize and you can't, you can't risk the relationship. Yeah, she's like, basically, me and my sister fight all the time, me and Judy. But, you know, I love her. In and the then, long run. Yeah. And this is when Judy is the best part. slams open the door. And right after yeah, yeah, Laura said something sweet. Yeah, right after. Go Ju- ahead. Uh, Judy uh, opens the door and she just starts, she screams like, get out of here, you rug rat or something, right? <laughs> yeah, you fat head. Or, and she said something <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. Throws a, a pillow at her. And, uh, and then, uh, Aunt Rachel's like, you should probably go apologize. And she's like, oh, I, I will. That's, like, part of being a sister. Yeah. But I got to let her know, like, you got to knock. Yeah. And then this is the best part is, like, the reveal right after. Yeah. They Chad, walk outside. if you will. They walk outside the room. I and- would just like to point out, in this room, yep. first of all, this is a massive bedroom for the size yes. house that they're showing on the outside. For, one, for like, one guest, for, like an yeah. in-law. <laughs> like- right. And, and why wouldn't mother-in-law get that one? Also... Right. I really miss banana clips. I don't have hair anymore, but fucking banana clips rock. What's it, a banana clip? It's the thing that's holding her hair up right now. And it like a scrunchie? It's shaped like a banana, and you just take your hair, and it would just make it look like sexy. Yeah, it's what Rachel's wearing, not, yeah. uh, not Laura. You can see it on the side. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so uh, Laura walks outside of the room, and Judy is kind of like waiting out there for her, and they give each other a high five. Yeah, like it was like, a plan. Plan went well. Yeah. So it was all planned out. Yeah, they were in on it together, it which nice. is good sisterly, uh, you good know, teamwork. good teamwork. Good teamwork. And you could tell <laughs> Rachel feels real bad. She's like, this is the worst fight we ever had. And she goes downstairs to the kitchen to make up with Harriet. Harriet literally gets up from her seat when she sits next to her, which is, oof. Childish. Yeah. Childish, and that means, like, I'm really mad at you. All because... I don't know if we ever said what she said what she said about Harriet, and Harriet was real mad about her depiction, but she was overbearing, overbearing, and pushy, pushy, and trying to be like a mother, more of a mother, and tell her what to do yeah. rather than be a good sister. Basically, yeah. every big sister ever, right? Yeah, including me. No. And Harriet was just like, "Tell me, do I actually do that to you?" And Rachel's like, "No, it was the thing." She's like, "No, you need to be honest." And. And then she said that one stupid thing about the teething ring, which every single mother has ever said to any other person, oh, here's a great tip on how to do it. Yeah. 
That yeah, was overbearing. That was yeah, she was just like she wasn't rude was at all. You're oversensitive. Yeah. She was just helping, like, but you know, with the whole situation going on, I guess it just added on to it a little bit. Well, they reveal history too. She says, like, you've been like that my whole life. Yeah. Finally, they get into it. Like, Ever since we were little, you've always been like right. that. Which, it, given Harriet's character from what we've seen in the three episodes, it's it's I buy it mm. totally. Well, she is. She's, she's kind of an alpha. She's stern. Harriet. She's an alpha. Yeah, she's very stern. She went in and yelled at her boss to get her job, which was aw- was awesome scene. Yeah, That's one of our best alpha. favorite scenes. That was that was the best scene so far. So far, yeah. Um, and but they they talk it out and they hug and they settle it. At, and you knew they were gonna because this is like a good family. Good <laughs> yeah, they're they're not gonna go on be mad at each other. It's right. not longer. Game of Thrones. Yeah. there will be no murder. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. It's an eighty a sitcom from eighty nine, but. It, it's like there are some good lessons here where it's like we need to be honest with each other. And yeah. if you give me feedback, I should listen to it and mm-hmm. try to try to use it. Yeah. And then kind of like the best little callback happens when Eddie comes back in, I think. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's like, what'd she say? Like, at least, you know, my um, my depictions uh, weren't like the characters weren't. Terrible for everybody, or yeah. something like that. I forget what it was. <laughs> yeah, they weren't. They weren't accurate. <laughs> yeah. And then Eddie walks in as soon as she does it, and he, his ripped shirt. Yeah, <laughs> shirt. He looks he, limping. He didn't really have any markings on his face or anything. Like no bloody nose, no black right, eye. Right. Like whoever beat him up, just, beat up his clothes. Just ripped his shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and sl- kicked him a bunch of times in the knee. Oh, and by the way, the the sleeve of his shirt, the upper part of the is sl- torn. Torn. That was the only piece that was torn. And it was untucked. This is the most... And he had to take off his jacket for that to happen. Right. So, can you imagine, like, yeah. that scuffle? It's like, okay, okay, take okay. Take your jacket oh, off, Oh, you ripped my shirt. Bye. There's physically no way right? you could do that to someone unless unless they were perfectly willing to ha- orchestrate it that way. Yeah, I mean, the his most... His loose. So he loosened his, his, not his shirt's to... untucked. He unbuttoned his top button. His shirt, his one sleeve is torn. He's limping. He's limp. <laughs> oh, that limp. It looks more like a pimp walk, though. So what, what happened? I mean, we, we haven't even mentioned what happened. He, he got... went over to... Uh, I forget, though. The girl's... The, yeah, the, the, girl. the prettiest girl in school. He went over there, and she. he's like, I asked her out. And Carl's like, she and she beat you up? Yeah. When he says, like, whatever happened to girls just saying no Bubba. or something like that. It was Bubba beat me up. Yeah, Bubba. It, it was, was Bubba that beat me up. Bubba, <laughs> which is the greatest boyfriend name. So exactly. I got a quick question. Carl's a cop. Right? That's assault, what I thought. Doesn't battery. even, like, he's happy about it. Like, he actually smiled while like, oh, I'm glad you weren't beat up by a girl. Yeah. And walks over, puts his arm around him, like, hey, let's go into the living room. Makes fun of him for wearing too much cologne. Yeah. Right. Doesn't ask him, hey, you know, did, did, did you do anything to provoke it or, like, anything? Did like, he have a weapon? Like, was there more? Like, Well, this, this is the 90s. Uh, back then, parents made their kids take responsibility for their shit. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but maybe not a cop's son, though. You right. know what I mean? Because that's literally breaking the law of, like. But yeah, that was absolutely insane. Like ending for me, like, assault like, and battery. Carl had no empathy for him at all. Yeah, <laughs> oh, well. but it's just some tough parent love right there. <laughs> but that then the credits roll. That's pretty much the episode. It's just basically a fight between Rachel and Harriet. The the rest of the family gets over it super quick. Yeah, the, I mean they went through the water thing so quick. 
Like it was like half an hour, like not even half the episode. Yeah, like, it should have been like the second part of the story. I and wanted kind of ended it. Yeah, I wanted someone to actually like submit written. Submit for <laughs> on the shower as they're entering yeah. the shower, like they had to sign sign like a you know a clipboard or something, like a denied request. Like they really had a chance to make Carl go like completely out of control with it, yeah. and like have them like literally sit him down and be like, "Dude, you're crazy." They also had an opportunity for a callback right there at the end. He could have been like, "Hey, son, let's go wash the car. Hundred percent. Let's go yeah. wash that dirt off of you or whatever." I mean, there was a definitely an opportunity. Going, oh, Dad, I didn't think you would want me to use the water. <laughs> right. or something. I use my allowance for the day for water or something. Or like, I'm gonna go hit the shower and like, you know, I, I got beat up. I'm like, I'm just gonna, I don't know, I'm tired. I'm yeah, gonna go shower. Said, oh, and then be shower. like, oh, hold on. Like, oh yeah. no, you took a shower today. Yeah. Y- YMCA's <laughs> open. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Boom. But the water thing, they really let that. They did. They let that drop in a hurry, and that was that was my my biggest hang up. I think with the episode. So so Brian, what did you learn from this episode? Because all these, I mean, all, all these sitcoms from the eighties and the nineties, they had a lesson behind it. Yeah, it's what did what did you learn from this? What episode? did Hollywood want you to know? Hollywood, what, you if you got an issue with a loved one, you got to be honest and tell them. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Also, if somebody wrote your story, you might wind up looking like an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's very true too. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because Rachel wasn't wrong. No, right about any of those. That's things. why I said Pretty I would. Much, yeah. I would never want to be on a reality TV show because it would be super easy to edit and make me look like an asshole <laughs> <Right>. constantly. <laughs> or you could make me look like a sweetheart. And the fact is, I'm a pretty solid mix of both. Right, it's just how you cut it. <laughs> exactly. That, I think that's true of anybody. You can you can make anyone look bad or good. <laughs> this is true. With- so I don't believe anything I see. <laughs> so Raylene, this is your first time watching this show. Uh, you said you watched the first two episodes just to catch up, right? Yeah. No, I would never have gone in blind. <laughs> I, I need a little backstory. We we actually uh, we have we have a couple guests coming up that said they've never seen it. We we kind of wanted to go in blind. Uh, this is just like a last kind of second kind of thing, so we didn't really explain it really well. But uh, how how did you feel about watching it for the first time, being it 2019? And watching the 1989 show for the first time. I kind of just thought it was cool. It just, like, especially looking at the story, the storyline, the hair, the clothes, the outfits, the the whatever. It was very 1990s. Yeah. And um, it was pretty well done. Of course, anybody who knows anything about this show only knows about Urkel. <laughs> and so the fact that I haven't seen him yet is is, like... What happened? So I mean, the first the first season, uh, obviously, we watched the next episode. Uh, you're gonna see him for the first time uh, for 30 seconds, maybe a minute. Yeah. Um, you don't see him again until later on in the first season. Um, but then he just became such a popular character that they added him in in the second season. So the first season, you don't really even get that much of Urkel. You get. The actual family. You get the Winslows. Which is why I think it's been so fun so far just to watch this first season. Without them, yeah. I mean... It's a different show. It's a, t- a completely different show without them. I mean, you start watching the episodes with them, and 75% of the show is about him. Right. So uh, it's cool to see an actual show about a family. Oh, my God. There was nine seasons? Nine seasons, and we're going to attack them all. <laughs> Well, 30 years ago. And, and it's weird because the, literally the only thing I know about this entire show is, did I do that? I mean, that's, <laughs> that's his whole show wrapped up into a nutshell for somebody who didn't see it. I can't wait to get to like season eight and nine when he starts becoming like Bruce Lee. 
and just like different characters. Stefan. All the, yeah, Stefan comes along and I just can't wait for Waldo. They should have made I always wish they made a movie, like Say by the Bell made a movie. Ugh. I wish they would have made a movie out of like when they get married and stuff at the end and uh, did like married. a big movie. Um, Don't do any spoilers. I'm kidding. No, no spoilers. <laughs> wait, till, wait till season nine. <laughs> but Look, st- stuff this gets was fun, goofy. but I'm not going to keep watching this show. You got oh, it. Come too on. Much stuff you keep watching, and then everyone listening right now, you keep watching as we'll well. Have to, we'll have to have you back on in season two for an episode. So, yeah. um, am I allowed to watch, or do I have to go in blind again and just see what happens with the family? Whatever you choose. You choose whatever you want to choo- do, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, this was a fun episode. I liked it. Um, uh, you, you you got to learn a little bit about the family a little bit more. Very heavy on uh, the aunt on this one. Um, and as we're going to see in the second one, very heavy on her on the next one. Yeah, a lot of Rachel. A good story. Uh, good, probably two, because the first two, she really wouldn't, didn't really have much to do with much. So they gave her a really good arc in the, uh, the, these two episodes coming up. So, uh, yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah. I want to thank uh, Raylene for coming on. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, this is a blast. We're going to um, record the next one here pretty soon. Uh, but you go ahead and plug away. Plug uh, your website. Tell everybody how they can find you. Um, you know, your Facebook, your, you know, if you have a regular website, Twitter, whatever. Oh, me? Okay. Yeah. Um, you can find my website at standupcomedysexed.com. On Twitter, I'm Raylene056. On Instagram, I'm, I think I'm still Raylene056. Um, my Facebook for comedy is facebook.com slash my friends call me Ray Ray. Nice. And uh, my regular Facebook's just my name. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't look like a creeper and we have a, like mutual friends, I'll add back. There you go. Just, <laughs> just follow a comedy page. Yeah. Like creepers. It, unless you look not like a creeper. Yeah. Right. But if you have a weird... Don't bother Or if you're local to where I am And you need somebody to come do a sex toy party for you I mean There you go I'm pretty good at it Book them up Alright Brian where can everybody find you? Uh, Everyone can find me At uh, B Quagan At B-E-E-K-W-A-Y-G-E-N On Twitter Uh, I have a very dark Twitter It's usually just like I hate my job in all caps (laughs) <laughs> it's pretty bad uh, And uh, yeah That's or Same thing for Instagram too I believe And uh, I post my stuff there Usually Cool You can find me on Facebook At Chad Dizzle Davis You can find me on Instagram At Hanging with Chad Podcast Also on Twitter um, And also you can find this podcast Anywhere that you can find podcasts Obviously if you listen to it right now You found it um, So you can go on iTunes And all that You can also find this podcast On uh, Podbean uh, and you can find it on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Did I Pod That? Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Love you.